I'm Blizzy. Um, I just want to remind you guys, if, uh, if you can, please remember to subscribe, like, share, comment, uh, depending on what platform you're on. Uh, everything helps. Eventually, we'd like to make this a full-time job, you know, uh, for you guys. But we have a lot to cover. We've been missing for, we've been MIA for a couple weeks, and, you know, people get sick and, and shit happens. But a uh, lot to go over. Today, I think we need to revisit the conversation we had a few podcasts ago, a few, you know, episodes ago about the Pirates looking like a, a minor league team. You remember that, Mike? I do remember that. So, um, the rookie... Okay, Brian Hayes is Hayes? I believe Hayes. Yeah. Um, did you? We talked about this off air earlier uh, about him hitting hitting a home right out of the park and running the bases, but at, like barely and accidentally missing first base, and they reviewed it. They actually, I believe, it hit the foul pole and bounced in, but they had to review that. And when they did, they saw that he had missed first base. And took the, the runaway and called him out. Now, I understand that that's a rule. It's been in the rule since the beginning of baseball. Baseball is one of the longest sports, longest training sports, you know, uh, and I get that. And, but, we, and, we, and we know they don't like to change not nothing. The old not, whites, like Pat McAfee would say? Yeah, Pat but, McAfee, hard, hard on them boys about not changing anything. Anything. But I think that it, it's come down to if you hit it over the wall, come on, man. Give me a fucking break. You shouldn't have to run the bases or walk or jog or whatever. So my thing is, what 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 is the point of having to run the bases? Like a, what is what is what is their thought process? It's a pony show. So to explain what you explained to me earlier about softball, or you know what what you explained to me, I'm sorry. Yeah. About the rule. So <clears throat> yes, it's vastly different, but and and I mean I don't know if this is the rule for women's like. NCAA softball, I don't believe it is. Or everywhere. I believe that the, the actual rule for NCAA and like professional and like those kind of softball is the same as the MLB, where yeah. you're supposed to run and touch. Well, actually, I know it is, because I've seen a video of a softball girl smacking a home run, blowing her ACL at it first. And having to hobble through. Well, it was either, because nobody from her own team can come onto the field. So it was either she was going to be safe at first, and she would have to get a pinch runner, and her home run wouldn't have counted. Yeah. But the away the fielding team carried her, and helped her touch each bag. That's dope. And so That's yeah, dope. so the That's rule is the same, and that is big sportsmanship. And that was years ago. Like I'm pretty sure that video was going around like right when I was graduating high school, so 2010. Like yeah. So it's not like a new video. Um, but, like, when you play, like... You're really aging yourself, but Right? I graduated in um, 03, so... Ouch. Um, sorry. But in, like, slow pitch, for a lot of us older guys still trying to relive some glory days, <laughs> um, we like to play some slow pitch, men's softball, or, or co-ed, whatever. Um, when you hit a dinger, and you, I mean, if you hit a no-doubter and you just pimp the bat like they do it, all you gotta do is touch first. It's literally, you touch first, and you can just walk... You can... Bat boy your own bat if you want, and then get back to the dugout. Yeah, and that's how it should be. All this extra shit. It's just ridiculous. And, and, the, and, and it is extra. Like you're saying, um, I think it should be, if you want to jog the bases and pimp it out, and, you know, and high-five the third base coach. And, yeah, and meet, meet your whole team at home plate. Yeah, like if that's what you want to do, cool. But I think the rule should be, and this is me, 
Never had a chance in the MLB. Not an old white, a young white. They should have to jog it out to first, touch the first plate bag, and then there should be a time frame. I mean, if you're out there slow walking to second, really pimping out to the crowd, like, come on. You're going to get struck on the next fucking nut. But what I'm saying is, like, there should be an easy, say, hey, just touch first, chalk one up to the fans. Chunk of deuce. And then just get but, back in the dugout. But think about this. If they give you the option to touch first, get back to the dugout, or pimp it out, pitchers are already upset about, you know, they, they get angry about everything. And you can not even flip the bat, not knowingly flip the bat, and they get pissed and want to fight or pay you with the ball, you know? So giving them that option would be, uh, in a pitcher's eyes, from how I would think, the pitcher, if you took that option of rounding the bases to kind of celebrate it, I think that would piss some pitchers off, and they'd want to strike, hit you with the ball. You know? Oh, I mean, you're not wrong. But the thing is, if you see, if you go back and you look at... Should have thrown a better pitch, asshole. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> better location, maybe. I don't... I mean, I mean, he hit a home run for some reason. Unless he's swinging at a ball that's 12 inches off the plate, yeah. one foot, and hits it, and it just happens to some hit the Mark sweet McGuire spot. Shit. Like, as a pitcher, you threw a bit, you must have thrown a bad ball. Most of, most of the time, home runs come off of bad placement, or, and I mean, I'm not taking anything away or from the batter. Or not going through your count, like going through, finding the right pitch and the batter being able to know it. Unless it's Houston, the Astros, then they're banging on trash cans and and allegedly having a little uh, uh, wire on the chest that gives you a little vibration when they so they can. <laughs> tell you what the pitch be. But my thing is, I'm not taking anything away from the hitters. Not at all. Like, they, like I mean, a pitcher could throw me a 80 mile an hour fastball dead center, and I ain't pimping it out the field. A pitcher could throw me a thousand of them, and I'm not <laughs> fucking. I'm. I'm, I'm I could get a few. Prayer. I could get a few into the the grass, but none of them are getting close to the warning. I'm not track. hitting one, dude. <laughs> I'd have better luck of having a fucking tennis racket, probably still missing. Those motherfuckers, what do they say, a fraction of a second, you have to decide Well, to that's why I said 80 mile an hour. I, oh, okay. If, if, if Araldus Chapman's throwing them 105s, oh, yeah. Fuck, no, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to hide behind the I'm going to literally squat down looking like Chicken Little. <laughs> they have, him, have the bat out like a butt? <laughs> make my strike zone as small as I can, my 6'4 ass. going to be sitting on my heels. Fuck. But oh, shit. my thing is, these guys, and, and like Pat McAfee says, we refer to it all the time, he calls them... The baseball is full of those old white, like, unwritten rules. Traditionalists. Like, don't pimp your home run. Don't watch your home run. Unwritten rules. And there's probably more unwritten rules than there are fucking, or as many as there are written rules. And um, what I'm going at is there's going to be guys who pimp the bat. Like, when you hit a home run, you have those guys. I'm popping this double IPA right now. Oof. Uh, Type of shit you gotta chew before you swallow. But I'm over drinking Bud Light, Ooh. so I eat no shit for that. Oh, God. Mm. Are we turning into a sports and BS and fucking alcohol review? I think that would be... I think we could do that. Oh, I definitely could. We could try some new alcohol drinks every week, like have a little segment. Oh, this is you a, guys want to see that? This, is a, this is a 9.5% alcohol. Oof, ouch. Handcrafted, not that far from us, Crescent City, California. Yes, we live in Northern California, where it's a... Uh, we're having a heat wave, uh, an emergency heat wave, Ooh, and possibly to, power outage. You want to smell that real fast? Uh, <laughs> I really don't want to pass out, like it's chloroform. But, uh, 
Ooh, ouch. That smells that like was fucking tough. hops, barley, and a fucking handful of dirt. You wanna know what it's called? Seaquake, I can read. No, no, that's the, that's the brewery. Oh, my bad. It's called Wicked Aunt Tammy. Yeah, I'm sure that <laughs> Aunt Tammy should be a real fucking bitch. <laughs> but back to my back to my pimping the Isn't that your mom's name? Home run? Your mother in law's name? No, no, never mind, never mind. No, no, no it it's not. <laughs> um, but like if you're gonna pimp it, you're gonna pimp it. Yeah. And then there's guys that don't. There's guys that literally could blast a 500-yarder. I'm not even saying foot. Like, someone could blast a 500-yarder, like, hit the longest home run of all time, and he's going to set the bat down. That's how Jeter was, wasn't he? And that's how a lot of those guys from that era were. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of, like, Flamboyant, staring at your home run or, or flipping your bat. There just wasn't a lot of personality. Yeah. Back in those days. There, I mean, was, you had a few. It was all steroids. Well, you yeah. had a personality. And uh, there was a lot of, there was a less pers- personality back then. There's a yeah. lot more now. Yeah. There's still guys that adhere to that old I'm, school yeah. thinking. Yeah. And so, like, they'll jack a home run, and they'll send that thing out into the parking lot, break some dude's windshield, <laughs> and they just set the bat down, and they just jog the bases. Act like nothing happened. And they might high-five the third base coach and or, the first base coach. Five, yeah. And whatever. But then you have those guys that jack the home run, and as soon as you hit that sweet spot, and they know it's gone. Oh yeah, as soon as and they just back. stand there and they look at it, and they look at it, and they just it just going, and you got the pitcher looking at them like get your ass moving, right? And then they just and a lot of the times they nonchalantly just flip the bat after they stood there and watched it for like ten seconds. And quote air quotes nonchalantly. <laughs> and it's more of a like, fuck you. Yeah. And, and then they jog the first. And then all these guys, those are the type of guys that when they round second, they stop on second to, like, pose or, like, they do their, their Hail Mary at second. And then they keep going. So either way, if they're given the option or not, the guys who are going to pimp it, they're going to pimp it. And the ones that aren't are going to touch first and come back. And, and I mean, in the moment, game seven, World Series. Oh, you, yeah, come on now. You you hit that, bop, yeah. and you just feel it going? Mm-hmm. Name one guy that ain't pimping it. Fuck. I don't know. I wouldn't. Just like, it, that, Sorry, that's trip, what we all play. walking the bases and shit. That, that's Ball what walking. we all, all of us, especially us that'll never win a professional championship trophy. Or win, play in a fucking professional game. Like, the, the, I remember that's in the, the backyard. Same, that's the same thing, playing in backyard or a trash can with a bought up paper, Buzzer, you know, three, two, one, Kobe, and eh. that's just, it's the same thing. In the same sense of, of hitting. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Mike is lost. He just took a fucking gulp of that beer. And, that was uh, a tough one. It looked like fucking, he took a shot of, like, Everclear. God dang. <laughs> I, I mean, this is the first time I've had one by this company. And yeah, probably last time too. It says, chock full of malt and hoppy goodness. This, I told you that's what I smelt. And this, dirt. This easy drinking double IPA is a Forced to be reckoned with. I think they sprinkled with some ginger pubes too. It look, it says look for disgusting. notes of pear and citrus. <laughs> Can you smell or taste any of that over the fucking? Anyways, so the moral of that story is the pirates are like a fucking <laughs> like a minor league team. But that's what, but that's what I'm saying. But so that was accidental. If, they, 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 they can't catch a fucking break. They, they, that was they another really can't. If you don't, if you don't remember to re, just rewind real fast, we we talked about the the Pittsburgh Pirates. And the blunder they had uh, with a pickle from first to home plate and other people scoring 
and the runner getting overthrown and, and getting extra bases. Just a real shit show. So the Pirates can, I think they're last in the whole league, mm-hmm. and they cannot catch a fucking break. And the sad thing is, this K. Brian uh, Hayes, I believe, is a rookie, so that's not going to help him out at all. But Well, and the crazy thing is, one, they weren't reviewing it because they thought he missed the bag. Nope. They were making sure that he hit the foul pole. That's, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'm 99% sure. Um, and then they just happened to Stumble catch across it? Stumbled across it, yeah. Oh, wait, look at that. And, and I watched the video, and his foot looked like it was a good at least four inches away. And that's another thing I don't fucking understand. I've played baseball growing up all the way through high school. You can feel the bag in your base. If you walk outside with flip-flops and you step on a pebble, you feel that motherfucker. Well, that's the thing is, like, how do you, you not? Said, how do you not know that your foot didn't touch that base? Because well, as a rookie in the MLB, you're just your your palm time. Well, maybe that. But what I'm saying is, <clears throat> how many years of baseball have you played? Well, from like five years old, most likely, if you make it to MLB. And most of the guys that are rookies in the MLB, at least twenty. That's for your first rounders. That's Some of I'm those saying. late rounder guys don't oh, yeah. even see the MLB till twenty six. Yeah. Well, you've been at 20 years old. You've played for 15, if, at least 10, bro. At least fucking And you're 10. telling me when you round the bag, mm-hmm. and mind you, I didn't play high school baseball, college baseball, nothing. Played a little bit of little league baseball. And some softball as a grown-ass. And as a grown man, I play in co-ed leagues and men leagues and all that kind of stuff. The dad bod leagues. When you round a base... Even if you catch the corner... You feel that shit. It, it, it twists your ankle. Not twist it, but... It, I mean, if you just barely catch the corner, yeah, it does kind of twist well, yeah. your ankle a little bit. But it's not like you're playing fucking, like, it, it's, it, at it's not like you're playing where they got the flat rubber bases. Exactly. They're fucking... These these bases are probably three and a half inches tall, if, if oh, not easy. more. And it's, it's literally like stepping on a cushion, almost. Because yeah, it's soft. Of, it's not like... Yeah. Sup- it's not super soft like a pellow, that, but it's like a of firm. It's, the shell of it's hard enough, so please won't puncture it. But it's soft enough to where it has give. Yeah. There's no fucking... I don't understand. But you know what? I'm also... I've never played in a major league game. Was I, it his I, first home run? I don't know. Would it, it have I, been I, his first career that. home run? It might have been. It, in, in that moment, I guess I can go and say it was a lapse because he was in that like adrenaline rush. I just jacked my... If it, if it is, there I don't be, There know. has to be something like that. Because again, you know... You, we, we consider all day... Or night or whatever, and say you know when you step on a base, and he's a he's a major leaguer. If he missed it and didn't fucking realize, because I've watched people miss it and stop the a, a couple yards after they would have touched it and come back touch it, knowing or either that or he just didn't think about. He might have known that he didn't touch it, but think about it's not. It doesn't matter. I hit it over the fence. You know, there's well, a, we could we could guesstimate all day, but we don't. I don't. I didn't watch an interview to see what he thought. I should have actually. I could look that up and see what his his. Well, and the craziest thing for me is, I didn't even see this initially, until today when we were going yeah. over ideas for the the podcast. Um, I saw an article where the Cardinals, I believe it was the Cardinals, they they hit a home run with people on base, and they went running, and they legit thought that one of the guys missed a bag, so. Multiple guys, multiple pros, stopped and went back and touched all the bat. Went back and made sure they touched all the bats because of this incident with the pirates. But in the moment, I was like, "Man, that's a that's a weird thing for pros to do." 
to make sure they touched all the bags. And then I come over and Blizz tells me, hey, um, Here's one of the stories this, we should cover. Yeah, this is what happens with the pirates. And I was like, God dang it, dude. That makes sense now. Yeah. So, so Cabrian Hayes is a, is 24. So I don't. He's a rookie. So he's played time in the minors, obviously. But listen, to this. He's not just a regular fucking rookie. He just made the list. Maybe not far up it or whatever. He made the list for rookie of the year rankings. So he's not a fucking an average Joe. He's a stud. He's not a fucking a, a shitty player. Which makes it all like even more confusing. Which and means that he that says probably he made the, he made the list after coming back from injury. Which means he missed time with an injury and still made it. Which we'll get into another injury who did good things rookie of the year after. But well, a couple stories. But go ahead. My thing is that means that was not his first home run. Yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. This just uh, happened a couple weeks ago because we took last week off because yeah. you know illness. But yeah. The hitter. The. Rookie of the year for a hitter, you're not going to have one home run. He made the list. So, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if, he, he, if yeah. you're anywhere on that list... He's a third baseman. You're not going to just have one home... Well, he didn't even have any when he was on the list. If 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 that would have been his first home oh, run, he would have had... first, it would have been... He would have had zero. Yeah, zero. Exactly. And been on the... That's not going to happen. Yeah, no, not at all. That is not happening. I'm, uh, I'm trying to look up about him missing what his reason was. Um, but since we're on the MVP, oh, okay. we're on Rookie of the Year. But Well, yeah, but we have another baseball story, but we, we'll jump right back into baseball after this. Um, well, I was going to say for baseball MVP, um, I've just been seeing a lot of talk for uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Oh, did you see that our Giants? We're both Giants fans. That's I think it's the only team, uh, the Sharks, we share in common. Yeah. The Giants are first in the whole league. I checked last night. We're forty-four and twenty-three. We have the best record. We are first, and then there's uh, one team that's had forty-three wins in second, and the two teams that had forty-two and third. But yeah, the Giants are really making moves this year. But sorry, go ahead about the and uh, so I've been seeing a lot of comparisons to him and his uh, his dad, mm-hmm. who uh, in '04 was an MVP winner, and Guerrero Jr. at twenty-two. Mind you, 22 is topping at this point. At this point in the season is beating his dad's end-of-season records. Yeah, that's right. Or not records, but stats. Stats. Um, when his dad played a full season, his full season stats? Yeah. And his son's already beating him, and we're not even halfway through the season. Are we? Do we have a shortened season for baseball this year? No, like I think did, it's a, Like we did the NBA? I think it's a full season. So 182 games? So we're almost we're, halfway. We're 60, almost one third. We're almost, one third. We're high, like mid sixties. Yeah. So one third. Okay. So yeah, we're yeah, one absolutely. third of the way through, and he's already that far ahead of his dad. That's fucking wild, bro. The RBIs are the only thing that's the RBIs and the batting average are the only things that's super close. The RBIs last time I looked are exactly the same. Fifty six, I think. Okay. RBIs. But that was the dad's whole season, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. But like we said, baseball is not the same as it was when his dad played, probably. Like, people are getting faster, stronger, like, it's bigger. Every fucking year, wow. athletes are just. It's. it's. Remember when, say, football, for example, back in the. the when, it start, all, when it started all the way through, like, the 70s, 80s, they'd be smoking on the sideline. They'd fucking be drinking, getting coming in drunk. There's stories of that. 
but and they were just like dad bod motherfuckers that were out there just banging shit up now like if you're an athlete like your whole life is is tuned in on your body is like a fucking well-oiled machine and you're just customizing you know what i'm saying like oh, if you, yeah like a like a build a bitch workshop or a build a player an athlete workshop you're taking the best attributes of everything and that's what you're trying to do to yourself down to the point that these motherfuckers a lot of them don't drink don't smoke don't do anything and then the the way they eat man like fucking like tom brady well, Tom, did you see the conference, the news conference? Because uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are on this golfing thing or this tournament, right? And Tom Brady, don't quote me, said something about golf is is amazing because uh, you play four courses of football and straining, whatever, you know. And then with golf, after hole number nine, you can eat a cheeseburger. And it was like a, a Zoom call, and Aaron goes, "Tom, let's be real. When's the last time you ate a fucking cheeseburger?" And Tom goes, okay, you're right there. <laughs> like, basically, touche. So even, you know, avocado ice cream and shit, like, the TB12 treatment we, we bring up all the time. Like, these motherfuckers are well-oiled machines. They're not the same athletes they were even fucking ten years ago. Well, and so, it's, sorry. it's crazy. Well, what I'm saying on the diet thing is it's crazy when you look at the TB12 mentality where it's, like, all this healthy, like, yeah. and it's, like, different. And then you look at guys like J.J. Watt, where have you ever seen his his meal routine no it's not unhealthy it's just in a the lot, food lot of that calories, he eats a lot of calories his breakfast is something like 2500 calories he has to, to to maintain that size like and the then, rock the rock and that's it is. so what it is is it's like and this is in the off season i don't know what his in season yeah. is like because he can't spend as much time in the gym yeah but he has to still eat as many calories because if not his body doesn't have enough gas enough energy well the thing is what i'm well what i'm saying is when you're not spending, because his thing is, it's like 2,500 calories, and then he spends like four hours at the gym. And that then he sense. eats his lunch, which is a big-ass lunch. I can't remember how many calories. And then he spends another three to four hours at the gym. That's wild, dude. And that's why and he's he defensive player And then he eats a smaller dinner. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't want to, if you eat too much before bed, you just gain more weight, because when you're laying down, your yeah. metabolism is slower. Yeah, that's why they say eating at you know, at night is, is the worst thing you can do yeah. for weight. But that that separates the boys from the men, or or, or the the pros from the legendary. You know, yeah. the the, the elites. well, that's my thing is that's just the type of diet these guys have yeah. to do, and like, and then you got TB12 over here. I mean, fuck, reverse Benjamin oh, Button, Button Age, Benjamin fucking Button, bro. He's better now than he was when he fucking came in the league. Oh, not like it's not even like. It's not even a question. Not even comparable. Like, you could say, hey, Tom Brady, season four, Tom Brady last year. I'm taking Tom Brady last year every fucking time. And I'm not even a Tom Brady fan, but you have oh. to give credit where credit's due. You have to respect greatness. I wasn't a Jerry Rice or a Niners fan, but he's the best. And one of the, arguably the best wide receiver ever played the game. There are some others that are arguably in the conversation. I'm not saying Jerry Rice is not. But, you know, like the Michael Jordan, you know, Kobe Bryant kind of, kind of talk, you know. I think, and that's what I think, on that note, I think we need to get, as fans, as report, people who are reporters. Fanatics. We need to get away from the GOAT talk. Yeah, yeah. Because. It's a stigma. It's it just, it's, you can't compare it because our argument is baseball 20 years ago is different than baseball now. Yeah. Football 20 years ago is different than football now. Basketball. 
basketball, and I can go on and on. Hey, hey every hey, sport. You know where I'm going with that. Back in the '90s, <laughs> you could get banged up, and then fucking now, LeBron fucking misses a layup, and all of a sudden somebody fucking punched him in the back of the head. Well, and I mean, in his, in his you and know. you're not wrong, because if you're telling me that guys. And What's the TikTok that you that we talked about? Oh, I still haven't made that. I got to make that. I've yes. been slacking yeah, on that. Let's not, give, I'm not going to spoil tell, it. Tell him, tell him, plug your, your, your handle and your wife's because you guys got some shit going. Plug the handles. For your um, my handle on TikTok is dad.gamer.streamer. Funny I, shit. There's some good shit. Um, mine's not as funny. It's a lot of game clips right now, but I, I've been thinking about I need to get some actual like... He's got one brewing. If my, he actually doesn't procrastinate anymore and does it it's it's gonna be it'll be a be, funny one yeah but my mom or my mom my, my mom my baby mama my wife. wife um hers is mom wifey and then the number five she just had one blow up with like 300k views yeah and it was like a it's literally like a seven second clip of our you can go watch it but it's our baby just pulling down her mask because they were at the i have seen that one I think they were. I think he had an ear infection. She was going to take him to the doctor. An he pulls infection. down her mask, kisses her on the lips, and then pulls the mask back up. Literally, that's what it's it is. Just, it's, it's, like, it's, it's a bunch of white women, cute. Oh, no, I'm kidding. It's moms in general, yeah, just yeah. and literally like three hundred thousand views. And she ended up going from like almost no followers to like I think she's close to a thousand now. Just and that's not your her first like I guess not viral, but it's not her first video that her first TikTok that that took off. No, yeah, she has some, and it always. Every time revolves around the baby, the not the other kids. Babies are cute, bro. They sell. And um, she has she has some that are 30, 20, and I'm like, man, I'm sitting over here like two hundred and something views on a TikTok, and I'm like, well, fuck this. I get a TikTok and I never post shit, and I don't plan to, and I just like watching some of the shit. I have a Snapchat that I don't post shit, but I message back and forth with my wife and some other shit, and uh, yeah. But anyways, but uh, we just like at this point. I think we need to all accept generational goes. It's, or it's like decades. Greatest of an era is what we need to start focusing on. Absolutely. Can I share with you my Mount Rushmore plus one of the NBA? It, it, I know Mount Rushmore. Mount, Ru- culture. Mount Rushmore is four, <laughs> right? I'm going to say five. I don't know. I don't mess around with that council culture. <laughs> Mount all Rushmore right, shit. But um, <laughs> I would definitely have to say MJ. I mean, I think that's a lot of people's outlook, and I'm sorry for you fucking LeBronians over here. Uh, he's well, not, my he's thing not is at it. this point, to interrupt your thing, at this point, with my idea that's of undisputed. greatest of an era... It's undisputed, bro. In my eyes, we all know, huge Lakers fan, I'm still going to tell you every day, day in and day out, that MJ's the GOAT. Yeah. And, and, but, and you have to think, we're different generations. I'm born 85. What year were you born? 91. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we... You, I'm a '90s kid. I like I know the '90s. Yeah. You were born in the '90s, so like '95 is when you really started remembering. Yeah. Or '96, you started remembering the '90s. You're still a '90s kid, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I'm not one of those '97 babies trying to say yeah. oh, they were a '90s yeah, kid. You ain't a '90s. Shit. If you were born after '95, you ain't a '90s kid. Well, you don't remember Rugrats and shit. Fuck out here. And that shit's coming back. I know. That shit, that's why I said the original shit. They, no, you see that shit? They're like Hulu yeah, and Netflix a, are pulling all the original shit back. And what well, have you seen it? It's a fucking uh, uh, like a Pixar looking thing. It's not the original cartoons like two D. It's they try, they're making like a three D. And uh, Phil and Lil's mom, the one's always in the athletic equipment, like with the headband, she's lesbian. 
Hey, we all knew she was lesbian, but you really, like, that's what we're doing now? Yeah, well, that's the thing, is, like, we all, back in the day, you're like, okay. Yeah, she ain't no man, ain't no baby dad, ain't no husband, and the way she dresses and talks, yeah, I could see it. Now, I get, you know, hindsight, hindsight's what, 2020? Yeah, well, I could see it, but now they're like, oh, they're making her like, lesbian, you know? Which, whatever, that's cool. That's cool, but whatever. And, and yeah, I, I'm down, I don't give a fuck. But my thing yeah, is, my why, make it, why, why make it a big deal? Right, right. Did you really have to put a? a, a well, it's like we all we all knew Shaggy and Scooby. They stoners, stoners as fuck. fuck. No one ever had to say it. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we all knew Shaggy was blitzed out of his mind one hundred percent of the time. Always wanting fucking snacks, Scooby snacks and munchies and shit. Like if you try to if you try to come at me and say he wasn't high, you fucked up. Just How high are you? I'm That's my question. You, I'm telling you. Like you don't have like. I just have a feeling like you don't need to always tell me exactly what a person is. Yeah, you don't have to put a, 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 a title. Like, obviously, like, if I'm like, okay, that person might be this or they might be that, I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, hey, hey, you you do this or you do that. No, like, live your life, bro. Right? It's not affecting me. I always say, I don't care what you do, if it's in your house... And it's not harming anybody. Yeah, me, my family, my kids. I mean, if you want to sit in your house and mainline heroin, <laughs> I really don't care. It's right. A dead ass serious. Just like don't if, bring your needles to the fucking street where my kids play. Or you know. Exactly. Like if you're walk. not breaking into someone's house to get money for your drugs. It's a mainline heroin. Holy shit. Yeah. Like if you literally, I mean, yeah. I don't give a fuck if you put an IV in between your toenails. God damn, bro, that's <laughs> rough. And you're just the whole fucking night while you're at home. If you, if and you and I can vouch, this motherfucker's never done that. I don't know how he has first, like, it sounds like he has first end knowledge. That's wild. I've never done that either, but Jesus Christ, that's pretty intense. But I'm just saying, like, if that's what you want to do. Absolutely. If, if you wake up the next day and you go to work and you're a productive member of the society. A functioning alcoholic, whatever. Do your thing, pimp. Shit. Because you ain't hurting me. Just leave me the fuck out of it. But the second you want to force what. Well, your beliefs and shit. Um, down my, my beliefs. Kids, or, yeah. Your drugs. Uh, whatever it is. Down my throat, my kids' throat, my family's throat, and just any kind of harm to anybody. Like, even if you didn't steal from me and you stole from your grandma, like, I'm not okay with you doing drugs anymore. I don't wear this Air 15 shirt for nothing, bro. <laughs> that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you want to do drugs, you want to do, if you want to be gay, you want to do all that, I, I don't care. Like, we can hang out. Yeah, as long as you're not on it. But uh, we got. I mean, uh, as for drugs, I, you ain't hanging out with me and my family if you yeah. want drugs. But, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Summer. But so back to my Mount Rushmore plus one, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> so the, I know Mount Rushmore is four. I'm 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 throwing the fifth, and the fifth uh, might be biased, but I don't I I think that most people can understand where I'm coming from. Number one, definitely MJ. Two, the Black Mamba, Kobe Bean Bryant. Three would be Shaq, and Kobe even said that Shaq could have been the greatest player to ever play the game if he actually worked out and you know committed more. But he was the only fucking big that could drive coast to coast. He had handles. Yeah, he didn't have a big shot or a free throw. Then fourth would be uh, AI. The truth. He, he, the, the, the question, the answer for a six-footer. And that, that, that's giving him credit at six-foot. Coming in and just dominating and dunking on motherfuckers. Even stepping over Tyron. And, and he changed the whole, literally, the whole style of the NBA you know what I'm saying? He made it cool to fucking have braids and, and, and dress the way he did. He took everything over. 
And then they made rules and changed rules because of him. And then five would have to be Steph, the greatest shooter to ever fucking live. Did you say Seth? Because I'm pretty sure that motherfucker been balling. Yeah, no, Seth has been (laughs) balling. You want to touch that? But yeah, that's my Mount Rushmore plus one. That's my that's my not Blizzmore. Well, and you want to touch it? Do you want to give yours? I will. My biggest thing is when you do a Mount Rushmore, it's not to me. It's not one, two, three, four. It's yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. look, you're right. These are the guys that I believe you should be in that yeah. conversation yeah, of, of the greats. greatest. Not not even of all time, but these are the greats of basketball. You're right. You're right. I see it. And so. Um, and with the point to Shaq and Kobe, Kobe could have said this person should have worked more to 99.9% of the league You're right. because of his work ethic. But, you know what I mean? But at the same time, him and Shaq had real beef. And oh, 100%. For him, and while they were beefing that bad, to say that Shaq could have been the best if he worked harder, like worked out harder, while they were fucking in the midst of their beef, he, you're right. He can say it about everybody because he went in. What fucking when he was playing with uh, the the Lakers squad that had uh, was it Nick Young and shit, and they 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 I think they won or lost the game, but they you know they bought it out towards the end and they were all celebrating, you know, being the young squad, you know, posing and dad whatever. And they went in the locker room and he fucking made them give him all his PEs, his player salutes and Kobe shoes back, and threw him in the trash and said. Y'all, and words don't deserve to wear this shit, you know? Like, Kobe was a real one, though. And, and I mean, I, LeBron, you can't put LeBron in first or second. No fucking way. If you're a LeBron fan and you put him in third, I'm cool with that. He's not in my top five. Not in mine. That's my opinion. Oh, 100%. And, I, and straight off of, and we said this, I like guys with dog in them. Fuck yeah. And I just don't feel like LeBron has that AI. dog in him. AI. Oh, yeah. You little bastard. Fucking, yeah. I mean, if you about to dog Tyron Lue like that and just... <laughs> yeah, dude. And, 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 and AI, I mean, Tyron Lue wasn't the only guy he put out oh, like yeah. that. Like, well, he, that's his, just the one we all remember. Season, his rookie season, he crossed up MJ. Crossed him up and hit a fucking uh, shot on him, right? Yeah. And then he said that he went to like a, a, a thing. He hung out with MJ... We're seeing him at an event not too long, like or a few years later, and I was like, "Yo, MJ, like you're my favorite player, you're my inspiration." MJ said, "Edward, no, I'm not, because if I was, you wouldn't have fucking crossed me up like you did." <laughs> MJ doesn't admit that shit, right. but to for him to admit that, but AI is the Mike Vick of the NBA. Well, I hold on, Mike Vick is the AI of the NFL because AI was first. Allen Iverson came. I in. feel like they're similar in, in they the are, sense. They, they're similar in the fact that. They didn't they, give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck, and they brought the street... They brought the swag. They brought that, like, street element, swag element, yeah. into professional sports. Yep. And it hadn't been done before, because the old whites. Hey, and you're not wrong. And, and, and nothing there against was a white lot people. Of, I'm not racist against white people. I'm not racist against white people. <laughs> disclaimer. Disclaimer. I'm but, white. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm white. My last name's Hernandez, and I'm, you know, native Mexican, but I'm white. I grew up white with a white mom, so don't get it twisted. But, no, yeah, for real, like, they brought in that, like, street kind of swag. 100%. Changed that, the whole culture of that's both not what sports. They, that's not what they were used to seeing no. from anybody. Mm-hmm. And, like you said, they changed a lot of rules for Iverson. Like, he had to cover some tattoos and stuff like that. And they, they changed the dress code where the, you had to wear, you had to be, what's a uh, semi-formal. Yeah. You couldn't wear street clothes. The motherfucker would come up in, in fucking 5X sweatpants 
Winko jeans? Yeah, no. He never <laughs> that shit. I think that was a white thing. 5X sweatpants when he was only, you know, six foot, giving him, you know, in skinny. Back in, the, back in the day when it was cool to have pants that literally you could fit like two people inside of. When he, and, and, and those throwback jerseys that touched his fucking ankles and shit, you know? And this is before the oh fucking 405 tall tee Atlanta shit, you know, where you had jorts on that touched your fucking shoes, you know? It's just crazy. But yeah, it's nuts. I know we got really, really off subject on that. But um, so my my Rushmore real fast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear this. Obviously, you gotta have MJ. If you make a Mount Rushmore of the NBA and you don't have MJ, then you fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up. Also, again, Kobe. Um, that if you don't have him, you done fucked up. Um, I would say Sh- I would say Shaq just because of his sheer. Dominance, like there's been centers in the league like Kareem and Wilt and um, Dwight Howard looked like he was gonna be one of those guys, but like the sheer dominance and the fact that the hack a shack rule had to come into play because he was just like no one could stop him. He has to be on that list. Um, the hot teams, and that's what I'm saying, like. Like Hakeem Abdul-Jabbar and all those guys, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Hakeem Olajuwon and all those guys, like they were good, but I never felt like. And obviously, I didn't grow up watching. Yeah, them. we only know what we see like highlights. But what I see great. is like they were great, but I just feel like Shaq, like you said, if he would have put in the work, he was already unstoppable. Yeah. But if he would have put in the work. It would have been impossible to guard him. Yeah, you couldn't. You could. You couldn't. So those would be my. F- what is that? Four. So if you want, that's four, right? I believe so. MJ, Kobe. Um, no, there's three. Shaq. Shaq. You stopped at Shaq. I stopped at Shaq. Yeah. Um, I would. AI would. I don't know if I'd put him on my Mount Rushmore. I. I might have to say. LeBron. He change the game a lot. You know. AI would be my plus one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're, you're, sixth man, you're sixth man of the year. I would have to put LeBron on there, and I'm only putting him on there. For what he did for the game, too. He did a lot for the game. Absolutely. He, I can't argue with that. I, I think, personally, he kind of rode the wave coattail of MJ and Kobe mm-hmm. going worldwide. Mm-hmm. Because before that... Basketball wasn't really. It wasn't. No, it was. They knew what it was, but nobody. It wasn't they said worldwide. MJ, MJ brought it worldwide. Yeah. And then yes, Kobe. And, and no, you can bring it worldwide, but that shit can also fall off. Kobe kept it worldwide. Well, and my thing is like the reason I say that Kobe helped continue that worldwide is because literally I've read stuff where Kobe, because Kobe didn't always grow up in the U.S. Yeah, Italy and. He would be trying to play basketball over in Italy on the on basketball court. Soccer courts. Well, no, they had a basketball hoop, oh, yeah, and he yeah. would get kicked off so they by soccer, soccer players yeah. because basketball was dumb. Like, nobody really cared about it. Getting bullied, his bike got stolen. I've read, I've seen all kinds of shit about that. And so, like, MJ started that transition to worldwide, which he still continues to this day. Like, MJ didn't, like, when he retired, yeah, fell yeah. off, no one cared, obviously. Yeah, yeah how many, how many of us? How many of us have bought a pair of Jordans? Got some on right now. Or... Bought anything with a Jordan or seen anything with a Jordan logo. Well, you know I've got what I mean? Four pairs of 11s. Those are 300 bucks a piece right now. You know what I mean? And then Kobe continued that trend. And then LeBron kind of slid in on that wave. Yeah. But he also slid on the AI wave coming in with the big clothing and the do rags and shit, too. But the, the stuff he did 
and I'm I'm more like early LeBron. Yeah, one hundred percent. When he like, was hungry. Yeah, and now that he's got his rings, and even when he went to Miami, I felt like he was still hungry. Yeah. And that's why he went there. Yeah. But now I feel like he he's he, just chasing greatness. He's got this ego. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, like I put him in there, and part of me puts him in there because of what he does off the court. Yeah, philanthropist. Yeah, absolutely. I fucking, I'm a huge, huge off the court LeBron fan. Fucking huge. On the court, his game is a fu- is amazing. But it's overshadowed and tainted by his I, personality on the court. Yeah, we've talked about that. And I feel like that the, what's happening is... The third time we've talked about it. I feel like... Early LeBron, like, Cavaliers, like, he took Delonte West yeah. to the finals. After fucking his mom, dude. And like, I, would, took, I, wouldn't take, I wouldn't take this motherfucker to the store if he fucked my mom. I'd he, take him out to fucking pasture. <laughs> well, and he took uh, all these guys that I literally, I can't remember most of their names. Because they didn't play much longer in the NBA. To the oh, fight, They didn't no, win, no. obviously. But young LeBron was out yes. there doing his thing. And so I... I as fuck, boy. I feel <laughs> like... Him and Iverson could like if I had to pick four, like if I couldn't have a plus one, they'd be interchangeable. I feel like they're and I pick Iverson for the same reason. He brought that swag, and he just changed the and ball his handling small game. Stature with what he could do with his small stature. And I feel like he came in, and he did a lot of stuff. He dunked. He but I feel like his the way he handled the ball, yeah, and played that facil- the facilitator yeah. side of him yeah. is one of the best. All time, like you have John Stockton, who assist wise, oh yeah, greatest, greatest, but he did not have the handles that AI or these newer point guards have because that just wasn't the style. John Stockton era is fundamental basketball, yeah, 100%. And getting it to your your, your bigger players yeah. in the paint, like it was Carl all Malone, fundamental basketball, Greg Foster, Greg Oden, shit. but then when you get to like now with AI and Kyrie and like these yeah, guys, these, these point guards that are fucking revolutionary. Like so, so Steph Curry, you know, obviously biased on it. And we were talking about if he wins MVP a couple of podcasts ago. We we're talking about could he do it? And we were talking about the, if he does, it would be the reason would be for what he did for the team because the Warriors shouldn't have even been able to sniff the fucking play-in tournament. Yeah, with with everything that went down, and he. Pretty much single-handedly got them there, you know. Oh yeah. But he so the votes they they uh, who won MVP? Uh, Jokic, the Joker, Jokic, right? Yeah. yeah, Jokic. See, I always mix that shit up. And Steph came in third place for voting because of you know what he he brought a team that shouldn't have even been close to the play-in playoff and got him there, you know. But it's just it's it's crazy how the game has changed, you know. When I feel like what well, on the ball handling aspect. I think we overlook Steph's ball handling a lot. Yeah. Because of what he does. Shooting. Shooting. Yeah. And like if you've ever watched this guy do ball handling drills where he's bouncing like tennis balls. Well and even tennis balls and then when he's getting those basketballs and he's bouncing them off the wall and like two of them at one time and between his legs and like. If anybody thinks that shit's easy do it. Go try. Go sit with your back against the wall and your legs out like you're sitting in a chair and dribble under your fucking legs. See how hard that is? It's not that easy. And, well, and, and I've seen it. him I've seen him looking at it like one of the walls in like the practice gym. Dude, they put those beer goggles on him and he had to dribble tennis balls and his trainer was, you know, six feet away 
and would throw one in. He'd have to throw one out, catch it. Like, not catch, but, like, it would hit his palm and he'd dribble tennis balls two at a time. Like, bro, what the fuck? And, and that's what I'm saying. So I think, like, he has the ball handling. I just don't think he has the moves like Kyrie and AI. Yeah, no, no. But, so, we just overlook... I mean, when you, th- when you walk up to an average fan and you're like, Steph Curry... Three Give points. me a rundown. Three points. Three points. They'd be like, this shots. guy can shoot anything. He's got in-the-gym range. Anywhere, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He's got in-the-area-code range. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Those yeah. are the kind of things you're going to hear. You're not going to hear how smooth his handles and are. crossing up and floaters and fucking You might hear about his floater because he, uh, yeah. he, yeah. he gets that floater that, like, touches goes the up, scoreboard and shit. touches the fucking moon, yeah. and then literally just Switch. drops through and doesn't touch even the fucking and, net. And you don't hear about his fucking, uh, his, his, his offhand fucking switching in mid-flight and coming up and off the backboard, you know what I'm saying? But we need to cover the Rookie of the Year conversation. Yeah, we, we, we talked about this, and I said I think he would get it, and you were like, I could see him getting it. You weren't 100% sold, but you said you could see it happening. Yeah. And fucking mellow, lamello ball. I mean... One rookie of the year. And I've said this multiple times, way pre-podcast, way... Even before we really started talking about a podcast. And we've been talking about a podcast for a year, probably, huh? Yeah. yeah but I've <laughs> always said, and I always used to say, hot take, youngest ball brother going to be the best ball brother. Absolutely. Jello's underrated, Lonzo's overrated, but Mello is the best. I always said that. I always said, and and right he now, did, folks, he did. And right now, and I'm literally saying this right well, now in my head. Um, I'm gonna tell you why. I literally just because I've never really thought about why I ever thought he was gonna be the best. And, and I'll tell you why. Two good players, but yeah. And that, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. When you're the youngest brother being pushed. Because if you're the youngest of three brothers and you get beat up all the time, you're gonna be a fucking fighter. And well, my thing is whether you like Levar or you don't like Levar. How wherever you fall on that, you've got to give him his fucking respect. He pushed those boys. Whether it's him trying to live vicariously through them, whatever Dude, it is. But everything he did in the media, everything he fucking does is calculated. I couldn't stand for the longest well, you, well, time. Well, that's it's, that's what I'm saying. It's but calculated. But wherever you fall on that, whether you think he's a fucking bum, he is. I'm going to say that right now. The shit he says where he's like, I can beat MJ and yeah, MJ's yeah, prime, yeah. that's, that's a bum shit. shit. I think he's looking for the hot take, but yes. I well, he does bum shit. No, no publicity is bad publicity yeah, in this yeah. point, you know what I mean? But the fact that he pushed those boys to where they are, yeah. Um, I think he kind of fucked Jello. Absolutely. By pulling him out of UCLA. 100%. He needed that. He would have been a lot better if he would have. I think Jello should have taken his punishment, been suspended, yeah. came back. Jello to me wasn't a one and done. He was a three or four year guy. Get the fundamentals down. And, he would yeah. have came into the NBA, been a role player, done his thing. I just don't think, and I've said this before, his size doesn't fit his play style. Power forward, right? He plays small forward. Is small, but he has that guard play style. And yeah. I just don't think well, his size fits his place. But now. you know what the reason why the positions, right? Is because LeVar groomed them to be those positions. Because he wanted them all to play he together. He wanted all of them to play together. He wanted a point, a shooter, and a fucking small forward. And, and you sometimes you have two shooting guards. Sometimes you have two point guards. But he didn't want his, one of his kids to come off the bench. And they are a powerhouse and they play together, all three of them. They're oh. great. If, well, and that, well, that's the thing is, 
You know why? Because how chemistry. many games have they played together? Chemistry. They and they can read you when you when you are a you have a brother or sister that you grew up with that you have a tight knit you're close. You can look at each other and know what the fuck you're thinking. Like a Jello could look at fucking Mello or Lonzo and just give them that quick twitch of the eye, and he knows to go in for the ooh. Or he knows, hey, I'm pushing this out screen and it's going to Mello and he's shooting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They and, have that. And so my thing is. Obviously, I believe, and I will, I'll die on this hill. LeVar could call me on my personal cell right now. 381-334-8005. You need to get us fucking copyright. <laughs> um, and, yeah. Well, I mean, our, our, our audience that watches probably does not. So I'm going to say, these young yeah. kids don't know that song. But, All right. Um, I, no, no, no. Hey, no, no, fuck that. Our demographics thirty three. That's what I'm saying. Most of the people that actually oh, yeah, like, yeah. listen to oh, us, when we yeah, look at our statistics. I thought you said our, fa- our, our our listeners wouldn't know that. I'm like, no, Wait, I'm saying our demographic is my age. I was gonna say all Gosh. these young kids don't know gotcha. that, but they're not listening to our shit anyways. We're all kids. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just think Jello, and I'll say it. Like I said, Lavar can call me up and I'll tell it to him. Jello's size doesn't fit his playstyle. No. If his size fit his playstyle, <laughs> he's six six. He could be in the NBA. Absolutely. I think, to be honest, and LeVar, Jello, LeVar, if, you, LeVar, if y'all ever hear this, Jello, and this is coming from a fact. Hold on, hold on, and send us merch. <laughs> yeah, right? Give me some LeVar shoes, or some big baller shoes. Yeah, right. Oh, nobody those. <laughs> People uh, that paid for them five years ago didn't get those. Come on, LeVar. Uh, Jello, get in the gym, and like I said, this is coming from a guy who, I'm, I'm not skinny, drop some weight. Yeah. Like, legit, you're, like, I believe Jello's focus should be dropping weight, getting quicker, yeah. because he has the ability. I believe he has the ability to come off the bench. Shooter, bro. Six man, yeah. Maybe not even a six man, a good role player, bounce around the league. He's not even in the G League right now. I think that's fucked up. I, I believe he could easily be, like you're telling me 6'8", Luke Walton, who missed a wide open fast break dunk. Wait, Walton's 6'8"? Yeah, that, well that's what they list him at, so he's oh, probably okay. like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, I did, that's still big for what I thought he was. Anyways, he played a lot of small forward, power forward. That's kind of where he bounced even, between. Didn't even know that. Missed a wide open breakaway dunk. <laughs> Shit. Can bounce around the league. Yeah. But Jello can't be in the G League or D League, whatever they want to call it. It's the G League now, yeah, obviously. Yeah, League. Yeah. Um, us old heads known as the D League. Yeah. Um, you're telling me he can't make a G League squad anywhere or overseas. Like a big market overseas, like China. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. But back to my main point, the reason I think, and and like I said before, now I hadn't even really put any thought into it. I just went straight off of how they play. Yeah. And I'm a Lonzo fan. Yeah. I think, and I've said this before, I think he, if he continues to grow and he's progress, a facilitator for sure. he's a facilitator, and he reminds me a lot of Jason Kidd. That's what we talked which about. Du- which yes. that type of play isn't going to get a lot of love anymore. No, it's not. But it's, it's fundamental. It's a lot of fundamental behind the scenes. Overlooked. He gets overlooked. But I've always said the youngest boy is going to be the best, and I've never really like thought about it. And then sitting here while we're talking, like it clicked. The reason he's going to be the best is because he's always he's played beat up. On. He's gotten beat on by his brothers he's too. He's always played up uh-huh. because he's had to play against Lonzo and Jello and Jello's friends and Lonzo's friends, like in the they backyard. Said he was like. Eight or ten, he was playing against fucking 15, 16 year olds. That's why. Yeah, absolutely. Right 
Absolutely. And like I said, I never put any thought into it. I just went off of how I liked their play style and like that. And I always said if 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 he could grow up, and he has, if Melo could grow up from watching mature, mature, mature from those Lithuania days, which he playing was video young. games and shit. Yeah, he was young, thrown into a, into, into a situation. an adult lifestyle, you know. And I said if he could mature, he could turn into the best of the three. And he won Rookie of the Year. He is the best of the three. Absolutely. 100%. I will say right now, barring any crazy injuries, he will retire. As, when they all retire and they hang up their shoes. He'll, be, he'll have the best record. He'll have the, the best yeah. player in that family. He already has it. Lonzo didn't have He wasn't even the running for Rookie of the Year, I don't think. When he was with he started out as... I mean, Lonzo just was too spotty. Yeah, exactly. Mello was just very consistent when yeah. he was on the court, even when he was Came in the backup the role. Yeah. And that was the thing. They didn't really, like, I, at first I didn't understand why. Anthony Edwards' numbers were way better, but it was the fact that when he was coming off the bench, he made the Hornets, who didn't really have a lot of people with good players, better. But when he started, he t- elevated the game yeah. for that team so far. Like, so high. And then when he got injured with that wrist injury, they fucking de-escalated down to, like, shit. And then when he came back, they re-elevated. His numbers were solid. They weren't Anthony Edwards, but he literally changed the game for the team by one person, just like Steph did with fucking the Warriors this season. And that was our argument. If he won, it was going to be because Mm -hmm. of that. And my thing is, my thing is, like, at first I was like, man, this guy's putting up numbers off the bench. Like, get him off the fucking bench. Get him off the bench. I don't understand why they did that. Get him off the bench. And and now I'm like, I know why. Yeah. They didn't, like, Lonzo got rushed into starting in LA. Yeah, that's, yep, yep, yep. And, like, when you see some of these young guys get rushed into starting when they still are kind of rough. Yeah. Especially because, like, Lonzo, when he came in, there was a lot more LeVar hype than there is now. Yeah. Um. And when Lonzo got in the league, we had all these guys gunning for him because his dad was LeVar. And Talking they, mad shit. They were punking him on the court, and then there was big headlines. And so I think in Charlotte, they were just like, hey, we're going to have him come off the bench, yeah. even though I believe from day one He's he was better than the starting point guard. Yeah. I, just let the hype cool down. I, I, they literally, I think they brought him in and were like, hey, look, these are some areas we think he needs to work on. Let's bring him off the bench. Try to round off the edges a little yeah, bit a before we throw him in and let the media tear through him. That's exactly what they do. And they did it. They let him literally sit up. Like, there was games when he was putting up 20-something points off the bench. They, they, doing yeah. this, doing a double-double off the bench, doing blah, blah, blah. And they, and they stuck to their guns. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm speaking out of my ass because I don't really know if that's why the coach did it. But that's what it seems like from an outsider's point of view. Because if you're sitting there... With the rookie of the year, I mean, we all didn't know he was going to be at the beginning. Yeah, we kind of did. Me and you did. But we the, talked. We we figured he would be. But the numbers and, and you're go, like, go back a couple podcasts, revisit that shit because we semi called. Well, it. I'm saying, I'm saying like beginning of the year. Oh, you're yeah. like you don't know you got the rookie. I, of the you year. know what though? Beginning of the year, I think we had we we had this discussion to where we were like, I bet you he could. Year. And I felt for like what he, he could. did in Australia, and the reason being, because as a fucking middle teenager, fifteen or sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, he was a fucking pro in a different country, playing against grown men 
that were in their t late 20s, early 30s, and were banging bodies. So he had... It's not like, you know... Like when Kobe came in, in Australia, he won fucking Rookie of the Year in Australia too, didn't he? Or MVP. He won... I have to look that up. He won either Rookie of the Year or um, or MVP in Australia. Well, it's fucking and, crazy. And to that point, it's another thing. He had to play up. Yep. Because if you look at guys who came straight from high school into the NBA, Kobe Bryant, he didn't bang bodies with grown-ass men all the time. No. Um, but we got Melo out here banging bodies. For what, three years. With grown ass men at the age, when did he go to Lithuania? 14? 15? Something like that. This kid was a grown ass man banging bodies when he was in like ninth grade. I mean, we all say it was a bad move for Jello, but looking at it, I think it might have been the eye opening best move for Mello. Because, like, imagine him. Because if you've watched his highlights pre-Lithuania, pre-Austria, pre-all that, like... He didn't get back on defense when he had that 92-point game. He literally just, else. like, was just shooting shit from, like, yeah. the farthest distance. He had good shots, but he wasn't getting back on defense. He wasn't playing defense. But... I mean, when you score 92 points, do you have to play defense? I mean... <laughs> depends. You might have the coach that says, I don't give a fuck what you scored. You didn't play the fundamentals. We've yeah. all been there. When your dad's paying the coach. Yeah. Well, and then what happens? The coach, there's a new coach the next year, and he didn't take the bribe, and they pulled him out. So, yeah, he missed his junior or junior and senior year, or just senior year in high school, to go to Lithuania. So he was literally was, six, 15, 16. I think it was junior and senior year. Yeah, because I remember watching the show, and he got a fucking a Lamborghini for his 16th birthday. He was, wasn't on the high school team at that time. So yeah. he had already pulled him. Then he did the fucking, uh, what was LeVar's uh, BBA? Oh, his he like, started a whole league yeah. just for for Mello. Yeah, he started that. It was it was it BBA? I believe it where was they had BBA. all those. They were giving high school players contracts and fucking over their eligibility. And, and they fucking didn't even. There's a lot of players that didn't, didn't get, even paid. get all the payment. Yeah. yeah, like, and that's tough because that eligibility's gone. Yeah. So he could have like he fucked their their whole lives off. LeVar could literally have just fucked careers of guys who could have been the next MJ. Nobody that big, none of like the the big, 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 big guys went over there. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like he could have fucked some guys' careers over. This is LaMelo Ball's second professional uh, basketball league over the year. Over, yeah. Overseas. He, he won Rookie of the Year in Australia. It, and they've got a fucking dope-ass basketball league. It's not NBA, but, I mean, uh, fuck, who was the player, the center for um, for the Warriors? I always go back to Warriors, so that's my team. But anyways, uh, either way, he, it, it, they've got a dope-ass league. Yeah, they, they have with some big-name players. players that come over and play in the NBA. So Melo, did, he won Rookie of the Year in the Australian Basketball League. I don't know if it's called the ABL, I'm guessing. No, it's NBL, sorry, NBL. And... Uh, he won Rookie of the Year in the NBA. Like, that's some shit. That right there is a big feat. You won Rookie of the Year in two different professional basketball leagues. Right. And, and, and Lithuania, the basketball league they're in, is like fucking third, third world basketball league, which is still well, great. Well, that's the thing is the team they played but on But Australia's basketball league is 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 a contender. Well, not contender, but it's, it's, good. it's NBA status for Australia. Lithuania would get smoked by a fucking G League team. 
Well, this thing is that Lithuania team they were on? They, yeah, they were fucking shit. Trash. Shit. And the coach if, was a piece of shit. If you watch Ball is... Was it Ball in the Family? Yep. I was say Ball is Life, but yep. Ball in the Family? Literally, there was points when if they lost one more game, they were going to be demoted to a different league. Yeah. Because yep. they were that bad. Yep. So, he went from that, where he was a very immature... Well, I don't even know if he was immature. Well, this time he, he was had, he acting had the, his age. He had the ex the basketball player that was coaching him. They coached him at that. The, uh, what was the high school that he went to? Um, Spire. Spire. He was coaching there, and then Lavar was like, "Hey, quit coaching there, and we're gonna pay you to be his personal coach." And he went over and moved to Australia. His chaperone, in a sense, and yeah. his trainer, and his coach, and fucking moved to Australia with with uh, Melo. And trained him there, and this guy's already—he's won. I think he's won a championship in the NBA. What's what the fuck was that? Anyway, well, what I'm saying is, in Lithuania, I'm not even gonna say he was immature in Lithuania. He was. He was, he was, he was yeah, yeah, he was a teenager. When you said he had to grow. Okay, past. imagine at 15, your dad says, "Hey, we're going to Europe for you to play football." Yeah, oof. Because I mean, essentially, like Europe has football leagues. Yeah, they're oh, trash. Yeah, one hundred percent trash. Yeah. Like, I've probably met semi-pro guys that could go over there and ball out. Absolutely. Trash. Getting better, but think about it. 15-year-old, your dad said, we're going to Europe. I'm going to come over there, be with you for a little while, and bounce out. And you're on your own as a 15-year-old in a country you've never been in. Never been on your own. Don't speak the language. Don't eat the food. So what are you going to do? You going to go work out in the gym every day? Oh, you don't know anybody, and 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 then when he went to work out with his fucking teammates, they didn't didn't speak the same language, and they were cocksuckers to him half the time. Yeah, you know. And so, what are you gonna do? Play video games in your room. Sit in your room, play video games, and do sh- do shit a fifteen or sixteen year old would do. Right. So, exactly. and I mean, I keep harping that he was immature, and I guess. Yeah. See, that's now was, I'm seeing he, that's the wrong. He was part. acting his age. He was acting his age with no guidance. Yeah. One hundred percent. And his dad. Do you think Jello, his dad comes out so fucking hard on them? Well, and Jello, even now, Jello wasn't the best guidance over there either. No, the, he, the, he's the most hood one out of the three, bro. Jello's like, man, this motherfucker lazy as hell. Yeah. Like, get your brother up and take Lonzo him to the tries fucking... to be hood. I think. I think they. I think that Lonzo looks up to Jello. Yeah, he's and that I think, big I, brother looking up to little brother thing. And Mello is just, he's himself. He doesn't give a fuck. He's the one talking shit to both of them all the time. You know. But, exactly. Uh, I know we've been running on kind of long. Uh, Zion. Got, we're keeping a basketball. Sorry not to catch you off, Mike. Big Mike. Um, Zion is supposedly not happy with the Pelicans and looking for a trade. I mean... I can't blame him. They fired the coach. What? And, what have uh, they done? Yeah, they've, they've squandered it. And they've got fucking Lonzo and some other people I can't even think of right now. But really, like, their team is... What do they have? They have Lonzo, they have Zion, Zion and they have, do they still have JJ, ready? Shooting for Yes, them? they do. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's your squad. Yeah. And Lonzo is, was the rookie of the year before Melo. I mean, I'm sorry, Zion was the rookie of the year the year before Melo. And he's, you know, he's, fuck, dude, he's, he's dope. But my thing is, where's your big man? Hmm. No name. Nobody good. Because Zion's big, yeah. but he's not a big man. No, he's what, power forward? Power forward, small forward? Yeah, he, 
I think he should probably. He reminds me a lot of LeBron size wise. He's not center. Yeah, exa- he's he's a uh, uh, hybrid. He can flex. I I personally think. I don't think he plays center though. No, Zion I think could flex power forward to shooting guard maybe. No, not small forward. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so no, shooting flex. guard, it's small okay. forward, power forward. I think he could play those three positions. Mm-hmm. Shooting guard, I think he would lose to the quicker guys because yeah. he's he's big. He's he's fucking big. He's fast he's in the open qu- court. He's quick twitch. And he's big, but he he's not as agile as yeah. some of these smaller 100%. guys. I agree. And so I think he would lose to some of those guys defensively, but I think he could hold it down at those three positions. Yeah. I, agree. I agree. But they just don't have, and it's and, weird to and say. They even tried building around him. You have well, the I mean, of the fucking year, the most fucking highly fucking potted fucking. Do you think they're more focused on where they're going to be after yeah, this? Yeah, and that's the other one. Is that's the Pelicans are there's possible relocation. They're only committed to through twenty twenty four, and then their contract with New Orleans expires. And there's word around the league that they might be relocating. So if they're relocating, they might have their mind on that. Not worried about. Paying that, you know, paying. You think they go to Seattle? That's a that'd be dope. That's a possibility. Seattle's been but, fighting. They've been oh yeah, fighting. The, for they should have never had the Supersonics taken away, though. That's bullshit. That's some really. The thing is, the Supersonics, they left for pretty close to the same reason that the Raiders left. No, I get it though. I get it, but I mean, it, it just sucks. So Supersonics were contenders with Gary Payton, the glove, the well, they best had, shit talker. I mean, they had Kevin Durant. Yeah, absolutely. For those of you, for those of you young heads yeah, right. who don't know, he was drafted to the Supersonics. Yep, and well, Russell Westbrook too. They were both drafted to the Sonics, and then they relocated. They they their rookie years played in Seattle, and then they got relocated in the offseason. and then they were Oklahoma City Thunder. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't be called the Twisters because all fucking well, the Thunder. The Thunder actually doesn't refer to Thunder; it refers to Bison. What the fuck? Oh, you didn't know that? No, fuck no. Yeah, look up, look up their um, their mascot. It's a bison, like a buffalo. No, I, I get that, but sometimes a bison doesn't refer the the mascot doesn't reflect like the Utah Jazz have a fucking bear. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's literally it refers to bison. But it does like a, refer to like yeah a, because like it's a like it's a stamp, yeah like a stampede of oh, bison. Oh wow, yeah. Well, I know that because the, the open plains weather and thunder, so I figured that's. The open plains be a lot better. Well, it's like because the open plains they have a lot of like yeah, buffalo Sam, yeah, and roaming and, and so yeah, that's where it came from. That's crazy. So hopefully they go to Seattle and shit. Where but, else uh, would they go? They, yeah, that's what. I, exactly. In my mind, as a basketball fan, I've been a basketball fan forever. The only city that keeps screaming—not even just like, "Hey, we want one." The like Kings, the Sacramento Kings, almost became the, the Seattle White Superstars, I guess. And that's the thing is. If they move, they the reason that they're the Pelicans is because of where they are. Yeah, because so of it's not the just going to be it's not just going to be moving and they're being change the name. It's, it's going to be like Seattle SuperSonics went to Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, it'll. It, I think they'll go back to the SuperSonics. I I, I believe. If that. you go to Seattle, you in my opinion, everything's about sound up there. You know, if you go to Seattle, you have to, to take on that name. Yeah, and then these motherfuckers are bring out their '80s fucking NBA gear. <laughs> Facts, you know, they'd be. Yeah. I think it'd be dope to see them go to the Supersonics, but change the colorway. Like, not. I don't know if they will. Everything in, in Seattle's green. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, just shift the colorway 
Maybe not hundred like percent shade, but or just a whole change, color. just change it up a little bit because you don't want to look just you know what I mean. Yeah. Because you know they're not gonna come in and be like, well, and that's the thing is when New Orleans changed their name last time. Yeah. Charlotte stole New Orleans' name. Yeah. Literally. Well, so it was the Charlotte Hornets. It was the Bobcats before that. Literally, it was the Hornets in the beginning. It was the Hornets. Well, yeah, and so they switched to Bobcats. Yeah, yeah. And they were orange and gray. Um, yeah. Their colorway was weird. And then New Orleans was the Hornets. And then when they released the name and went to Pelicans, Charlotte, Charlotte took back. it back. Yeah. And... Like they changed the logo and the colors a little bit, yeah. and I love their colors too. So oh yeah, colors dope. And so I think if if New Orleans decides to make that move, I feel like they should they need to change it. They need to put their own stamp on it. That's what I'm saying. Revolutionize it. I because you, I mean, and if you want to rock those old Oakland A's looking colors, yes, uniforms. Yeah, dusty. Rock them. It's just for a throwback game. It's just we're in HD now. We weren't back then. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, freshen it up, make yeah. it look good, make it your go own. into Seattle, and rock that bitch and be the loudest NBA stadium. Just like they had one loudest NFL. That's what I'm, that was my. I mean, if you have to pump the sound back in, kind of like Seattle does. Yeah, that's fucked up. I get <laughs> but I don't know. I can't wait till NFL comes out. I mean, I don't know. This this I don't have a dog in the fight for the playoffs or finals of the NBA. You know how I stand where I stand with Chris Paul. I, I don't want Chris Paul's little weasel ass to win a championship. I don't want to see KD and the Nets win a championship because uh, that's just another built, you know, bot super team. And KD's just a fucking slime ball, you know? Even when he played for... He's one of those guys that you, you hate him, he plays for your team, you still hate him, but you're happy he's there. Yeah, right now, I think... I don't think anybody can get past the Brooklyn. Is Kyrie going to be healthy? If he is, it's a wrap. Because I saw a meme the other day that said uh, Nash was going to suit up because they didn't have any point. <laughs> Fucking Nash <laughs> looks younger now than he did when he played. Because yeah, he doesn't have all the stress. Of this motherfucker does not age. I think he's a vampire, bro. It's because he's Canadian and South African. Is he? I believe, if you look it up, he was born technically born in South Africa. Okay. Which, for viewers that don't know, is actually... White, more predominantly white, and it's racist against majority racist against blacks in Africa. Yeah, you can be racist against blacks. His his parents from Canada were over there doing like some church mission stuff. They were there fucking, and he was born over there. Or maybe they fucked in Canada. And, and so he was over there birthing. And I mean, I don't know exactly, but so he was, but he was born over there. But he's a Canadian citizen because when you're on mission trips, wherever you're from, yeah. is where your kid's nationality is. I can see the Canadian. Cage is backwards like Justin. He's actually super good at soccer, too. Kobe, mm-hmm. and for those of you who don't know, Kobe was a stud at soccer, yeah. too. Fuck yes. Um, you know what I really love the story I heard about Kobe is um, within the year before he passed, Gigi was, obviously, that was his fucking twin. That was his twin... She wanted to be part of the game. That was his mini me, yeah. uh, mini him, whatever. And he would take her to all the WNBA games and NBA games when he was just a spectator after being an athlete, a pro athlete, which is fucking cool. That's how I he, feel we would. He do was with our one kids. of the biggest advocates for the WNBA for women for women's sports and or women's basketball in college too. But what I fucking love is Gigi was fascinated with Luca. 
Doncic. Don, how do you say it? Doncic? Doncic. Okay. Fastly with him. I, I, yeah. So. After the Shashevsky thing. I'm yeah, we'll talk about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, it was like, that was. She wanted to meet him so bad. So, Kobe took her to a game. And obviously, is Kobe. He got to walk out during warm ups and talk to Luca. And. Kobe is already, he already knows, like, I think, like, five different languages. Like, he speaks English, obviously, Italian, Spanish, you know, um, I think he speaks, like, Mandarin. I mean, he's very big over there in Asian countries. He's very smart. He knows, like, five different, and he speaks them fluently. Where's Luca from? Is it Slovenia? And I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong. I'm not trying to be... He's from one of those, what they refer to as... European... Baltic or Slavic, maybe, is what they use. It's like like that kind of Russian, but not fully Russian countries. When the USSR broke up and disbanded, they went their way. I think it's either Baltic or Slavic is how they refer to those countries. So no disrespect to Luca. I don't know where he's from exactly. I can look it up, but we're towards the end of the podcast. And um, so he... Kobe went out there, and instead of speaking to Luca in English, which Luca speaks English, he spoke to him in this native tongue. And Luca said that's something he will always hold on to, because Kobe really took the time to learn his language, and that the respect factor of that. Mm-hmm. And that shit right there, it, it, it just makes Kobe being Bryant, it puts him in that... Well, you know just, what I'm saying? It's just like, one of those things, like, like, respect, we, said, like we said with Steph. You overlook everything because of Steph's shooting. Yeah. When you look at Kobe, all you see... The Black Mamba. Is the Black Mamba, the dog, the yeah. guy who was at the gym before you and was going to be there after you. Yeah. That's what you see. What you don't see... Is his personal side. And and if you really are a big, like a big buff and a big fan like us, you do. You see those things because you watch stuff and you... Yeah. He... Like, he wasn't dumb, like you said. He knew Not these languages. He was a big business guy. Fuck, dude. All these won, won the Academy Award for his little short His little, his goodbye to basketball, yeah. is that, or thank you basketball. Yeah, I believe so. He won awards, like, not only the NBA, but in, in, in cinema, all kinds of shit. That man was, he was borderline genius, dude. And, yeah, he was. And he has kids' books he wrote that won awards. Yeah, he's, he literally... He's he's right it's, there with MJ. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's you can't call first or second. You can't. And that's why I said I think, I think but I'm LeBron retiring. Can't be that LeBron can't be in that. Fight. I think I'm retiring using the goat term yes, personally. 100%. I think I'm gonna go with like the greatest of an era. And to me, LeBron is the or not LeBron. Kobe. MJ is the greatest of his era. Yeah, it's, it's that 80s like eighties nineties. That's MJ. Late nineties was Kobe. Late nineties, early early mid two thousands to where we're at. I'm saying mid to where we're at right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, he came in in what ninety six. Ninety six, ninety seven, right in there. Yeah. So and late late nineties because that's late nineties, and then all like, the way till fucking twenty. What he won his last championship, two thousand eight, two thousand ten. No, it was later than that. Was it twenty twelve? Either either way, I get well, what, what I'm you're saying, saying is I get. So what you're let's saying. say. Let's say through the 2010s. Yeah. So late 90s through 2010s, mm-hmm. I'm calling that Kobe. Kobe's era. Yeah, absolutely. No, one hundred. No, hands down. I believe the tw- the end of the 2010s into the 2020s is is, and I'm not gonna call it yet because we're not Steph, done with the 2020s. Steph somewhere in there. 
right now KD's it, in there. To me, it's it's between Steph and LeBron right now. Yeah, it's their well, no, era. LeBron, I would say is I would say no, not LeBron this era. No, not this late. No, that's I what I'm saying. Say, he he took where where Kobe left off. He was what no, it overlapped. Well, and I mean Kobe and MJ overlapped for a couple years. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It does happen, but I'd say LeBron is more later twenty. 2000s. Kobe's still there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying Kobe went into like early 2010. Yeah, yeah. And then LeBron's taking the end of that and like the beginning of the 20s. Him and I, 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 I think see. I that, think him and Steph. Maybe maybe to 2010 or 2020. But well, yes. that's what I'm saying. Him and okay, Steph okay. are like. It's there. like I, it's it's hard for me to say which one is the and greatest K- of the series. KD's right there too, and I don't like KD, but this motherfucker can score at will. Talk about the cupcake. Yeah, the snake, <laughs> the snake, the cupcake snake. Yes. Um, yeah. No, he. And that's the thing it, is, it's like, hard. This, it, the, like this newer generation's hard. And then Luca. Well, see, I think Luca. I think Luca and Trey is going to be that future, like end of twenty twenty. Trey is going to be the future. I say maybe, but Luca for sure. That's uh, what I'm saying. The, so the Joker. Yeah. Uh, d- d- uh, Booker. Um, what's the name for uh, Donovan Mitchell? So that's what I'm saying. So I think. That I can't fully, and this is one of these hindsight's 2020 things, I don't think I can fully say for this current era, because I believe we're still in the current era, I don't think I can say whether it's KD, who that seven-footer can play one through five, literally could play any position on the court. LeBron, Steph, I don't think currently... Because I think right now we're at the beginning of 2020. I think we're getting ready to wrap up new this era. era. New era. But CKE can't do shit without a burner phone. <laughs> or them Twitter accounts. The, the burner crap. This motherfucker is so sensitive. That's Cupcake. KD's the most sensitive motherfucker. Him and Kyrie. I get Kyrie has uh, mental issues. Would you call it mental depression and shit and bipolar it's mental it's mental okay. health issues mental, mental health issues and and not taking anything from him but come on man like yeah no I, I'm not even into that but, but, but so what I'm saying is right now my vote like my vote is the last two eras would be Kobe and MJ absolutely they, my vote I'm not gonna put a final vote in for this area yet yeah but yeah yeah hindsight like said hindsight give it about five years yeah give me a couple years and maybe like let one of them retire or something, so we can see what their career ended Steph, like. LeBron, KD, and then then we can look back. Absolutely, again. absolutely. And I think uh, Luca is up next. Uh, Trey Young, maybe uh, uh, the Joker. We got uh, right now, and then that's what I'm saying. So we have the next era of guys coming in, like Luca. Like you're saying, Luca, Donovan, Mitchell, Booker, Booker yeah. all these guys are coming in. But there's going to be guys like Melo. Mello is going to be right there with Luke and them. If, if barring injury, if he keeps playing the way he has, he, speaking he of could, injury, he could fuck dude Lavar. Think about this. I'm, I'm just being devil's advocate. What if Mello ends up breaking all these quote unquote goat or the best of generations records and everything? And Lavar said, "My son's going to be better than MJ." And he always told his kids, "Somebody has to be better than MJ. Why can't it be you?" And what, I mean, what if from he that spoke that into in existence and Melo ends up fucking just dominating everything? It could happen. I don't okay, know. Tell me that Hall of Fame speech. If Lavar's still alive, oh God. when Melo goes into the oh God. Reti- or his retirement, because I, I don't, 
I don't think LeVar will be alive when Melo gets, if, not when, if Melo gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. Well, you only have to be out of the NBA for three years before you can get inducted. So what if I'm he, saying, he if has he, that big career, his retirement can happen three years later. It can be a Hall of Fame induction. So. Well, what I, yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't know how old LeVar is, but let's, I mean, it's it's his rookie, Melo's rookie year. Yeah. So let's say he does the average 12 to 15 years. So say 20 years from now is when his Hall of Fame induction would be. If, if he makes the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying he no, will yeah, or won't he, at yeah. this point. You can't offer rookie year. LeVar is 53 years old, by the way. So, okay, so he could potentially be yeah, alive say, for say the... if he played 20 years like Kobe or... or I'm just saying, if 20 years from now, Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, 73. 20, 20, yeah, 73 to 75, he can be alive. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got money to fucking keep himself good. Okay, so... And he doesn't... He's never smoked or took a drink of alcohol, and he's, he's into fitness, so... He, he probably got that TB12 treatment. Right, he probably will be alive. And so... Know. So... Retirement speech or Hall of Fame induction speech, you know LeVar's going to talk. Oh, my goodness. He's probably going to make himself the one that talks him into the Hall of Fame. Imagine if Melo does ball out. I'm talking six, seven championships, turns into someone who makes me rethink and I will call him the GOAT. The GOAT, yes. Like the Tom Brady Brady of the NBA. By that time, MJ will be dead. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, there's really... Yep. What's MJ, like 60 almost? I'm looking this up right now. He's got, okay, so I can't... 20 no, he, years from now, I can't say alive. 100%. Because look at... Uh, Bill Russell's still alive. That's what I'm saying. So I can't like, say 100%. There's a high chance because of the lifestyle that MJ has always led. Smoking, drinking... Gambling. gambling stress. Stress. There's a high chance he won't be around. But do you... Just imagine... He's 58. So He'd be, be 78 if, if 20 years. But just imagine the speech LeVar gives... I told y'all, motherfucker. No, no, it would be hard. Yeah, I don't think he swears too much. He know. doesn't, cause he, cause he always said, when you get to that table, don't act like the people they think you're gonna act like. Oh, don't act ignorant. Yeah, and he acts ignorant all day. But anyways. But that's his thing. Is he? That's why he didn't want his kids to have tattoos. He didn't want his kids to smoke, drink, do all that. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, because he didn't want. I get it. He didn't want any reason. For, for the them cops to be to pull you over or yeah. be discriminated against. That was his thing. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And so my thing is, imagine the speech that that man gives if his son becomes the Tom Brady of the NBA. Fuck, dude. I wouldn't listen to it. I don't think I could you listen wouldn't? to it. I don't think I could. In 20 years, dude, I'd be fucking 55. I don't think I could. Holy shit. Do you really think you could sit through the arrogance of that speech? I think you would have to just see it. Hopefully by then our, our podcast still going strong and we got 50 billion just, subscribers. Just live streaming that bitch listening to right? it. Like, like, oh, shit. But, like, I mean, out of it's like one of those car crashes that you can't look away from yeah, type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But like the amount of arrogance that would be in that speech. He's already got that amount of arrogance. Because, and he does this, and that's why I say he might be vicariously living through his kids. Yeah. Is he talks about their achievements. Like it's his own. Like he... Made that happen. Like there is some, yeah. Well, I mean, this motherfucker did, you know, play, got a college scholarship. And I, made he it was. To the NFL practice squad as a tight end. Like, he was, hey, okay. Like, we never made that. You know that there's there's guys who've pro, never. He made a pro team. At this NFL. point, there's guys who've never played football who are making pro teams. True. But this is. And back winning the, Super Bowls. Back in the 80s, though. Winning. So it would have been easier back then. 
Well, I don't know. Because there's guys who are playing like... Like LT, fucking Smash quarterback, you couldn't do that shit now. There was a lot lot more getting stuck. But I'm saying like there's guys who go from playing like lacrosse. Literally, there was a receiver for the Patriots when they won a few years ago. He went from playing lacrosse to playing slot receiver for the Patriots and winning a Super Bowl. Hold on, hold on. The Patriots back then could make anybody a star. Yeah, I mean, there was probably TV 12 steroids involved. <laughs> right? Hey, like the, the first Space Jam, the, the real Space Jam with Michael <laughs> Jordan. When Bugs Bunny comes in, it's like, oh, he's got the water bottle. It says, with, with uh, what, masking tape? It says MJ's secret stuff. Everybody drinks it, and it's like, all of a sudden, it was like a shot of steroids or Adderall or fucking whatever, hey. amphetamines. Like, ooh, we're good. Spoiler alert, it was water. It was water. <laughs> so Bugs says... I think Bugs might have tainted the water in. He might have messed it. He might have, he, he might have laced it and said, by the way, it was just water. Because the way Taz spun up that, like, hey, he was fine. My thing before we end, because I know we're getting we're getting long. It's probably going to be our longest, longest podcast. We just be longer and longer each time. But um, you know what? Good drinks, good fucking family. It's good. My thing is, right now, with who's left, who do you want to win the NBA Finals? Jazz. 100% Jazz. And they're probably not going to. I I grew up in Utah for like fuck, man. Like over. Oh, they years. well, Jazz can't win. Oh, they no, they got knocked out tonight, huh? Yeah, Clippers. Yeah, Clippers won um, one thirty-one to one nineteen tonight, Friday night. Fuck. Um, so that means Clippers advance to play. It's gotta be Clippers. Clippers advance to it's play the Suns. It's gotta be Clippers. I like, I like Booker. I like him. I cannot stand Chris Paul. I think we've established that over these last part these episodes. Um, he's a fucking weasel. If you look up Chris Paul weasel on YouTube, you'll see many NBA players saying and and, and their stories about him. He's, he's kind of a POS in court. Um, I don't want Brooklyn to win because oh, so maybe not in LA. Hold on, let me repeat this. I don't want Brooklyn to win because KD's a slime bag and. Uh, he gets irritated about everything. That's why he's got a personal bodyguard that goes and shoves opposing N- NBA players when you know they have a, a, a scrummage on the court, um, which is bullshit. But um, <clears throat> I, I don't like Kyrie. I think he's fucking he's selfish. James Harden travels and he, this, that, and the third. So Brooklyn completely out of it for me. Milwaukee, I wouldn't mind seeing Milwaukee. I I, I think I want Milwaukee to win. Because, wait, Philly and Atlanta still have a Game 7, right? Yeah. Out of those two, I'd probably want to see Philly win over Atlanta. Milwaukee win over Brooklyn. So one of those. So that would would mean you would have Milwaukee versus Philly in the the championship game to go to the Eastern Conference Championship. And then you have, over here, you have L.A. Clippers. Versus Suns, that's already said. I wish they could just both lose. (laughs) Just both lose. I'd rather see. so, So the... It'd have to be either Milwaukee or Philadelphia. I'd want to see, and I'm not. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. None of winning. So it'd be one of those three that I want to see. So who do you think actually play each other? I think in the final, in the in the championship, not the conference Eastern, finals. Eastern, oh, okay. In the dead dead set. I think it's gonna be Brooklyn versus Phoenix, and if that's the case, then I'm gonna put a fucking gun in my mouth because <laughs> I hate both those teams. I, it's not the teams I hate. It's the players I hate. I cannot, well, and really, I the Suns, you only Chris really Paul. hate Chris Paul. I cannot, yeah. I cannot stand Chris Paul, and I want him to retire with no rain because he's a fucking weasel. But 
if, but you know, if that game happens and Kyrie and all them are healthy, be, nobody's going through Brooklyn, dude. That's a four, that's a four zero. Yeah, no, they're four zero in right there. Uh, if Chris Paul's healthy, the way they've done, I don't, I, I see four, it going I, six. Four zero. I see it going six. I, I say at most. I, I'll I'll say five at most. I see I see six with Brooklyn winning it, and I'm not happy about that. I do you think? In to that question is, so you're telling me that you think that they hold home court because that's all the Suns would win was home with their home would be the two home games. Yeah, you win them in, in in Phoenix. I'm not saying I I I don't know. I see it going six. Because I don't That's think Phoenix comes into Brooklyn and wins. I don't know. Milwaukee did. Milwaukee's a different team. Giannis is a different... Yeah, but he's him. One person. And they get Chris Middleton who's been balling. But I think the thing. He, I think Giannis... Giannis has you could, been shit in the bed lately, dude. You could, put, you could put Booker and Chris Paul together, and I think Giannis is better than both of them. I just... I don't know. Like, put... Put the best of Chris Paul and the best of Devin Booker into one. And I think Giannis's athleticism and size kind of gives him it's a little his, bit. Yeah, and his, his ghetto-ness that we but, talked about earlier. Um, I really would love to see Atlanta win it, just for Trick or Trey. I don't really... Trey is balding. <laughs> where, are they, where are they playing the finals? Oh, well, we won't know. Cause only, yeah, we find yeah, out. I was like, no where? Yeah. <clears throat> not not name playing Madison Square Garden. Them Knicks be gone. So so Philly just won in Atlanta tonight, right? Barely by okay. five, but they won. So they go back with home court. They go that's to a toss up, bro. That's a fucking toss up. Does Philly, Seth show up? If Seth shows up, I say Sixers win. I think he does. If Seth doesn't, Seth, not Steph. Yes, yeah, Seth, Seth Curry, the younger, bigger nose brother, who is. Coming into his own. Yeah, absolutely. He came in real slow yeah. at the Kings. He, and yeah, well, he was a G League player. Then he was like a sixth man off the bench or whatnot. Six man. He was off the bench. And then he started getting the starting role. And he's balling now. And So he's if, if he balling. shows up, and, and that's my thing, is he's, to me, he's still not consistent. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So if he shows up, Philly wins in Philly. Yeah. Atlanta's not coming into that house yeah. if, if the team shows up. So what are you calling him? It, they're going to Philly for Game Seven, right? Who's winning? What? Don't talk about if he shows up or not. Who's it's winning? gonna be? It's gonna be Philly. I think Philly wins. Philly versus crowd. Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. Okay. I think Milwaukee Wait, you, you wins. Think Milwaukee beats Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, because Kyrie won't be back. No. Oh uh, God! I just jizzed my pants. I hope. <laughs> I hope Milwaukee beats. Brooklyn. I think Milwaukee wins. Okay. I think Yon because, mind you, the last game they played. Nets lost by almost 20. Yeah, not last game, second to last game, right? No, game six. Oh, okay, Game okay. six, the yep. Bucks won 104 to 89. And was that in Brooklyn? I don't... Oh, I think it was in Brooklyn, too. It was... Wait, you... Hold on. No. You're talking about playoff. Playoffs? Playoffs? Play- no, Nets versus Bucks. So it was at Milwaukee. And this is just a couple days ago, right? It was game six, so okay. it would have been yesterday or the day before. What was it? Yeah, it would be travel day in between because. So normally when they do one one, it's game break day game. Yeah, so it was two days travel ago. Day, travel day. So two days ago, um, they won by almost twenty at home. Okay, and they went to Brooklyn. Now they're going into Brooklyn right now. 
Okay. Well, no, they play tonight. They no, play. they play tomorrow night. The Bucks play tomorrow night. Well, it'll be tonight when the podcast goes, when we put the podcast oh, yeah, because out. Because this podcast goes live, or goes hot. I can't say live. It goes hot at Saturday morning. Saturday mornings. And so we're recording Friday night, and so tomorrow at 5.30 p.m., it doesn't say, I, I'm assuming since we're West Coast, it's showing me West Coast time. Yeah. Um. So, 5.30 p.m. West Coast time tomorrow, Bucks seven. play Nets. Game, game seven. seven. In Brooklyn? In Brooklyn. That's hard. But That's hard. what I'm going off of is they, they won by 20 at home. But we just... Oh, we watched the, the highlights of, of, of Giannis punking some dudes that was the last game. Yeah. And so, I think the Bucks come into Brooklyn since Kyrie's... Since Kyrie, if Kyrie's still not playing, he's not, he's hurt or whatever. I haven't looked 100 percent into that. With Kyrie out, I think the Bucks come in and God, I hope so, smack bro. Brooklyn in the mouth. And I think it's going to be a Philly Bucks. And obviously, we know the West already. It's Clippers and Clippers. Yeah, Clippers and, and uh, Suns. Suns. So yeah, and because tonight I think the Suns win that. I think it's going to be. I, this I, is my. This is my thing. I, I think. think Suns, I think Kawhi's lightweight, overrated, and I don't really care for the Clippers. I think they're the second best team in LA. Just show up. He's MVP now, so he's been calling. He has been showing up, but I hope the Clippers beat. Obviously, I hope the Clippers beat the Suns out because I cannot stand Chris Paul, and uh, and then Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Fuck! I obviously I hope Milwaukee wins, and then so we I'm have gonna say and Philly. Yeah, that's that's a hard one. I hope Philly. I it'll hope be, Philly. it'll be. Oh yeah, in Philly, we already talked about that. Um, so I'm thinking I'm gonna say Bucks Suns finals, and I think that'll go Game Six. And then obviously I I'll, would say Bucks Game Six. Bucks and Suns. I'd say Bucks Game Six. Giannis Big Body. I think it goes at five six. Yeah, five or six. I would say Buck. I'm gonna say Bucks and six. That's my championship estimation right now. I get it, but I see. I don't. I don't see the Bucks beating Brooklyn personally. I think it's gonna be Brooklyn versus uh, the Suns, the two teams that I don't want there at all. Didn't even want them making the playoffs, and I think Brooklyn wins in five or six and six. Yeah, I, I say Brooklyn over. I, if Phoenix Brooklyn goes six, if Brooklyn goes against Phoenix, I'm gonna say Brooklyn in five. Well, because can, KD can score at will. I mean, when you're seven foot, you can play one through five. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, last game he had fucking uh, 40, you're not last, game before last, 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. Like, bro, what the fuck? And like I said, and I said this, and I'll keep saying this, he's a seven-footer who you could literally... Play at every position. Play at The most hybrid position. hybrids. The last guy who was very similar to that, Magic Johnson. Yeah, 100%. Who, for those of you who don't know, when he was a rookie... Before HIV... Before before his partying day, well, and probably was partying, when he was a rookie, um, Kareem went down with an ankle injury in the NBA Finals, and everybody and everybody said, "They're done. We're done. We don't have a center." Blah 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 blah. And the coach came into the locker room and said, "We need someone to step up and play center." And Magic Johnson said, "Hey, I played center in high school." And he was a point guard. Yeah. Point guard's usually the shortest guy on the court. And, well, Magic was like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, Which like is that. crazy for a fucking point guard. That's hell big for a point guard. And so he legit said, I got this, coach. I played center in high school. Yeah, and the coach was like, oh, we're fucked. 
and he went on, I believe, to win Finals MVP. Yeah, had one of his best fucking games ever, or series, whatever. As a center. As a point guard, center. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I believe, I think LeBron can play two through five. Just like Jello. No, two, 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 two through four. I think two through two, four. Two, two through four. four. Um, I, but I think LeBron, like, yeah, he brings the ball up, but I don't LeBron, think. When he had more balance. I think I still think he's only two through five. I don't think he's a that he can play true point guard. Yeah. I think KD is the only guy in the league right now, and the only guy I could I believe since Magic that could play one through five. What do you think about Luca though? I don't. I don't think he can play center. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, think you're right. I think Luca can play one through four. He's and four. He's fundamentals fuck. And four is just because of his height is still kind of a stretch for me. How tall is he? I would. I haven't looked at his his stat sheet, but I would say six seven. You looking it up? Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real fast. Okay. But I'm gonna say um, six seven. He's from Slovenia, by the way. Since we were okay, talking about that, so that's what I thought earlier. Six seven. Six seven. Damn, we're both right. Holy shit! And so that's why, like, I think his mentality and his he's a fight, fucking dog, dude. He's a fucking dog. He could play power forward, but he's gonna get. Kind of tossed around by yeah. the bigger guys. Big bodies, yeah. Um, so I think, realistically, he could play one through three. In a pinch, he could play four. Yes, I agree. In my so, that's where I, f- I feel Luca is. But like I said, to find a guy that can play one through five if needed, just one once in a lifetime. It's so far between. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. I mean, technically, guys this short can play center. What was it, Chuck Hayes? Was it? He Chuck Hayes, I believe, was 6'6 and got a triple-double at center. Jesus fucking Christ. When he played for... And I'm not talking... This wasn't I mean, like... You that, Russell Westbrook. He was point guard and still rebounds. That wasn't even that long yeah, ago. Still rebounds and shit. Six, yeah, 6'6. Six, six, played center for the Rockets and got a trip-dub. That's fucking wild. But, like, Westbrook, dude, stealing rebounds. That, that shit's so tainted. They should have an asterisk thing, so it was shit. I remember get triple doubles if I fucking the set, the big told me it's yours, it's yours, you know. Yeah. So remembering his triple double, I'm trying to see if um, he was on a veteran minimum contract. This is five years ago, not so not like forever ago. Yeah. It was oh dang, you about to be about to be real salty. Uh-oh. Came against them Golden State Warriors. Um, he at six. Six often played the center position during his tenure with the Rockets. That's fucking wild. Six six. I'm six four, so dude wasn't much taller than me. Yeah. Playing center five years ago. It's not I'm not talking like so thirty he, years he ago. Had massive bunnies then. Um and he was on this year the year that it happened, he was signed as a one year veteran minimum, which he would end up making around one point five million dollars that year. His triple double came against Golden State. Where he, thirteen <laughs> points, fourteen rebounds, and eleven assists. That's crazy. At six six. Center. That's why. You know Draymond Green is the only player in NBA history to have a triple double where one of them wasn't double digit points. He had, yeah. He had double digit rebounds, assists, and steals. I think he had ten steals, but still. The only player in the history of the NBA 
to have a triple-double where one of the factors was not double-digit points. He had eight points. If he would have put up one more layup or dunk, he would have had a quadruple-double. Fuck around and get a quadruple-double? But there's, what, six people in the NBA history to ever have that? So I think him not getting that quadruple-double is a better thing. Because now he's the only player in history to, you know what I'm saying? He's he's a, yeah on his own, on his own island. If he would have a quadruple-double, he would have had to share that with, you know, huge yeah. people. Um, but in that Chuck Hayes thing, it was like, that was his only triple-double of his career. Yeah. And they said, they were like, it was an anomaly, whatever. Yeah. But just to be able to be 6'6". Six, six, and play center. And play center. And, I mean, that so he, had, he It tells me he had bunnies and he was bumping bodies in the paint. Tough. Oh, yeah. If you look up a picture of him standing next to Yao Ming, because oh. they played Yao together. Yao seven, seven. But I'm just saying, when yeah, you yeah, think yeah. of centers, you think seven foot. Yeah, yeah. Six, seven, eleven. Yeah. Six, six, six twelve. Seven, or seven foot. Six, 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 twelve. Six, twelve. Seven <laughs> foot. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you think. Absolutely. So when you see Yao Ming stand next to Chuck Hayes because they played on the team at the same time, yeah. Yao Ming was playing center, and six foot six Chuck Hayes was playing power forward. That's wild. That was your that was your bigs bigs with huge quotes. Yeah, yeah, quotations. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, Yao their Ming's... their average height was like seven foot if you yeah. put them together and divide it by two. <laughs> and Yao Ming went down, and Chuck Hayes stepped up, literally stepped up. Yeah. That's wild, bro. I think it's time to wrap it up, right? Yeah. I think. We've been on for a good amount of time. And just so y'all know, <clears throat> we don't really edit. We uh, look at the, the, the downtime with uh, gaps in between um, talking where it's dead time. And that's all we take out, which really, because we have big mouths and talk a lot. And we get a lot to say. We don't really fucking edit. But anyways, with that being said, please like, subscribe, share, comment. It'll help the ag- algorithm and help us out. Um, that's on YouTube. If you're on any other platforms, please subscribe, like, do all that shit and listen. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you, even though there's not a lot at the moment. But with that being said, uh, that's Big Mike, and I'm uh, Blizzy, and this is a Big and Blizz podcast. Until next time, we love y'all. Deuces.